What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking communication. Okay, let's start the show. What's up? Welcome back from vacay. Ooh, yeah. It was so nice to be away. I so, bet. So, so nice. I, and you were gone a minute. I was gone a minute. <laughs> and I really, at the end of the trip, I started thinking, wow, am I going to stay here? Like, you know, <laughs> like, I started having those thoughts, like, you know, how any person who like you and I who love traveling, who are just like, you know, I got my laptop. This could work. This I could make this work. I, this could work, you know. Um, but I knew I had to get back for some things um, and, you know, just different stuff. So I came back. But, girl, it was, you know, <laughs> it was uh, it was touch and go for sure. I definitely... Um, just because, you know, it's everything's so close there. Yeah. So I was tempted to go to Paris because that was my original plan was to do an additional week and that last week be in Paris. But, uh, you know, I'm going to still go at some point. I know that I am. So I'm not too worried about that. I just it would have been nice, um, yeah. especially because it was good weather and right. Um, you know, it only, I think it rained once when I was there, uh, once in Portugal and once kind of sprinkle like in Madrid a little bit. Mm. Um, but everywhere, everything else. Oh, and I think it rained a little bit in Ibiza, but it wasn't near where I was at. Like, right. <laughs> you see, you, you know, how you just like look up out in the clouds and you're like, oh, it looked kind of dark over there, you yeah. know? So <laughs> I saw some of that, but. Uh, for the most part, it was great, you know, great being around different people, meeting a bunch of people. And uh, sometimes you're just so surprised by the way people live. Mm. And just in Ibiza, there was a, a work retreat there where pe- some job, some company paid for all their employees to go to Ibiza. And I was like, what? How could I be down? Like, from where though? Right. But they were coming from somewhere in London. They were coming from all over. They weren't just like one branch. Wow. So that's why I was kind of shocked. Uh, and they were, let me tell you, they were a lively bunch. Okay. Shout out to them. Okay. They know how to party. I <laughs> I don't think I would ever party that hard with my coworkers. Right. But I feel like it was more of like a mixer too, because they were like different branches and different people were coming together. Right. So maybe that was it. But yeah, they were they were a rowdy bunch. They were a rowdy bunch. But I, you know, good for them. Good for them. You know, live it up. So um, and live it up on the company's dime too. Like yeah, live it up. Okay. Um, So yeah, that was that was cool. But yeah, every person I met. They were all so friendly. I love the fact that what I loved about Spain per, per se and Portugal too, which, you know, I just lump it in. I know it's different, but they're right. They're literally right there. Even though, please don't hurt me, y'all. Like, I, I don't know if there's any beef or y'all cool or not. I don't know anything. So uh, <laughs> all I'm going to say is just that side of the world. I love the fact that although I came and I'm, it's apparent that I'm American, you know, not even my if my hair was a little curly or anything, they wasn't buying it. The second I started speaking, they're like American, like you know, like they knew. And uh, but what I loved is they still try to uh, they try to use their English. Like even if it wasn't mm. really good, they would at least like they would really attempt. And you know, I would pick up on what they were saying, even though maybe I didn't understand every single thing. So it was, it was a nice vibe to play off of. Sure. Um, and yeah, they were, they were cool. So I definitely will be back. Um, I definitely would like to visit there again. Uh, walk the streets. You know, I'm all for a city you can walk. I love walking. Yeah. I mean, I walk here, even though, you know, there's not much, you know, you can people watch and stuff, but like, you know, people aren't, people are not 
lot of people active, you know? I feel like in Cali, people like, yeah, there's people outside. Like people, care, of course, they care about healthcare and they want to be fit and, you know. Uh, they want to be cute. They want to be cute. You know, they want to stand out. They want to get chose. I get it. <laughs> um, and that's all around. I'm not even talking about <laughs> everybody trying to get chose. Right. So I, I get it, but I feel like a lot of people have gym memberships here. You know, yeah. I, I don't feel like a lot of people really use our parks and our stuff. They There's some, but not the amount as in other countries I've been to and in other states, really. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. L.A. people a little bougie. You know, they need that air condition and stuff. You know, we need our or they be at the beach or the beach. Now there they'll do yeah. I feel like people walk and run and stuff at the beach. Yeah, a lot. at the beach a lot. Yeah. But then if you don't live near the beach, you'd be thinking like, Yeah. Am I really about to drive <laughs> over there, fight traffic to get back? Like, uh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I would say you're right. Yeah, beach. Because I, I love walking at the beach. Mm-hmm. That's now that's the number one people watch. Mm-hmm. You see a little bit of everything, but um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. I'm glad that it was good and um, that you came back, even though you was debating about that. Welcome back. Did you come back with any baggage? Emotional huh. baggage. <laughs> Did I come back with any baggage? I guess, huh. I think the entire time I was really trying to be present. Mm. So even at the things that like, went awry or I didn't like or, you know, anything. Cause you know, when you're traveling, anything's subject to go down, you know, Absolutely. you kind of have to go with the flow and, you know, you don't know. I, I don't, especially cause I think we're the same in that way. Like the way we kind of travel, we kind of like, we like to see like what's going on. You know, it's not really like a structure, 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 like right. there's, some, yeah. there's a you have an idea of what you want to do, exactly. what you want it to look like, but you don't have every minute of every day planned out. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. So I think for me, it was just, you know, just staying grounded, staying present. I was really trying to do that. And, you know, I had some moments I won't deny, you know, just, I remember I was having dinner, you know, it was a really nice, place I was at and you know it was an incredible view and I'm sitting there and you know the whole time I was really trying to you know I feed off of you know people's energy not in a bad way like not an energy vampire but I like like the vibrance of being around people and talking to people right. and like I like that so um you know I was just sitting there at this dinner and like I'm by myself and I'm eating dinner and it's like this you know five-star restaurant you know, you got this great view. The food is amazing. The drinks are amazing. You know, like everything was great, but there was like a part of me that was a little sad. Mm. You know, just like, I wish that someone was, not someone, I know who, I wish who I wish was there. Mm. They weren't there. And um, yeah, you just have those moments. So I had to just kind of like sit in it a little bit and just be like, okay, like I get, I get what you wanted. But like, you know what? You don't always get what you want. You don't. You <laughs> really, <laughs> really, really don't. And I think I had a touch of that a lot. You know, I got a lot of what I want all the time. Uh, not all the time, but a great portion of time as a kid. Um, I think just for makeup of other things that was going on, I think, per se, or that, you know. Uh, but yeah, I had to sit with that and just be like, it's okay. And there's still potential and room for growth. You know, like this is one trip. Right. This is not the only trip you're ever going to take. Like you are you. Like you have to kind of, I had to kind of step back into like, I'm me. So I know that this isn't the end, you know, but it would have been nice. So I would say that's, that's about it. Other than that, I didn't, you know, and I realized that I didn't really get fucked up you know like i wasn't drink. you know like normally on vacation when you're out you're, you you know i went and had drinks you know i went to a couple bars and everything like that but i didn't you know i didn't feel the need to like run away from and mask those feelings either mm. you know That's which good. i did a good portion of um 
you know, in some of the last months. So, you know, turning point and um, it was good. Um, good. Glad to be back um, just for, you know, things that I need to handle and stuff like that. There's things going on that we'll talk about later, but, you know, I'm back. <laughs> you are back. And it's not a threat. <laughs> I actually <laughs> am back. Uh, what about you? Uh, we had a little break. So did you have anything come up? Any baggage or any baggage today? Um, the last couple of weeks, I got some very sudden news um, that one of my contracts was closing. And yeah, it was it was they had technically said that it might be closing and whatever a month or so ago or I guess a couple of months ago now. And then, and then I got a call, um, beginning of September and was like, the last day will be September 30th. And I was like, oh, okay. When they talked about it before the, um, expectation or the estimated date was going to be in November. So that was very sudden. Um, and it came with a lot of ups and downs, a lot of emotions, a lot of work close everything out and, you know, make sure that everything's done. So did a lot of managing because um, I had to make sure my employee got what she needed done. And then also informing her what was happening. I had to make sure that the people I supervise at the nonprofit where I have the contract, that they were okay, but also managing client stuff or whatever. Um, but then also just a lot of emotions. They were my very first contract as a as an entrepreneur as a solo entrepreneur um a contract that i've had for a few years and we had expanded the contract and went from just providing like supervision to like some corporate wellness stuff some employee wellness stuff and then i brought on an brought on an employee and we started providing therapy under a grant as well. And so it was a really big opportunity for me. So I'm just processing that, like having that close, having, having to do all of that suddenly, I think I'm still trying to process what exactly just happened <laughs> because everything literally just closed on Friday. That was the last day of everything. So it was a lot. It's been a rough, a long month. Um, just getting that taken care of. But yeah, I'm just processing that. Like I was looking over all the things that I've done with them and the skills I've acquired and the skills that I've been able to enhance and the work that I've been able to do and maybe even some of the things that I didn't know I wanted to be doing that I started doing that now I want to do more of. And, you know, then of course there's the financial piece, um, several hundreds, thousand of dollars a month that is no longer going to be coming into my pocket or my employees pocket. So I now have to figure that out. Um, but yeah, so I think I'm just in like this phase of, I got the news. It happened very suddenly. I had to just hit the ground running, get everything taken care of, make sure that all of the people that I work with and who work under me were okay and got everything done. And cleared out. And now this week, I think I'm just starting to feel the impact of it. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I don't, I don't even know where I'm at with that yet. But I think the shock is wearing off. And I'm starting to feel like a little bit of anxiety about the money piece, a little bit of like, okay, what am I going to do with my schedule now? Or a little bit of excitement of like, okay, where can I get another contract? Or right, a little bit right. of nervousness around like, where can I get another contract? Right, so, right. Yeah. I think that's my baggage this week is just being in the process of all of that. Yeah. Well, you know, I look at, I, you know, I would look at it as in like maybe it's making space for something that's how i'm know? trying to see it and as i was going through all the work that i've done with them like you know i was updating my linkedin or whatever and i was like oh i did some really dope stuff right i did some really dope stuff and this is a wonderful thing that i can offer to another organization a larger organization that um i might be able to you know, have a, a, a bigger, even bigger contract with to do more 
of the stuff that I want to do because we were working on a tight budget over there, but it was great. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to look at it that way, but it's, you know, then you also have to deal with the fear. (laughs) And it happened so suddenly, like when they were like, okay, November, I was like, okay, cool. Like that'll give give you a buffer, you know, figure some things out, get some things closed out. And then I'm usually off for a couple weeks in December slash January anyway. So I was like, maybe I can start looking for stuff during the time that I'm taking away from clients so that I can maybe apply to some stuff or talk to some people before the new year and start something in the new year. And then all of a sudden we were ending September 30th. And so I haven't had time to do that. (laughs) So the whole last quarter of the year, I'm without that contract, which was not in the plans whatsoever. So. (sighs) Well, I'm sorry you have to go through that. And I hope that, I mean, I know that you'll, I have no doubt that you'll take it step by step, you know, like just how you were saying just now, like, you know, the shock is wearing off and, you know, and it's going to be, you know, however long it is going to take you to process those emotions. But I know, you know, that, you know, you're you. So you'll, (laughs) I know that you'll figure it out and that, you know, no matter what, like somehow it's going to, you know, work out for the greater good and for your brand you know, to expand the way that it's like, yeah, those, of course the contract is lovely and it's nice. And it's, you know, of course it it pays for things, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, yeah, like focusing on the stuff, like taking that experience, what you did do and promoting that. And like, I mean, that's skill sharpening that like, you didn't even know that you were going to get, but you did. Right. Right. You know, so, um, you know, I would just, yeah, just kind of see where you are at and, you know, poke your head out, you know, but don't, I also wouldn't, you know, of course, and I don't, I know you wouldn't, but just like rushing any, to anything, no. you know, <clears throat> you want to make sure that whatever next thing, you know, whatever partnership is, is going to further you even bigger than what that was, you know? So, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And even more in alignment, because that was definitely in alignment with where I was when I started and they built and grew with me. And now I'm like, okay, how do I find another organization that's very in alignment with what I, what I have to offer yeah, and the way that I operate? So I know at the end of the day, it'll work its way out. It'll be very good. But right now it just feels like being in the thick of things and yeah, so... That is my baggage. Um, we'll see as the emotions continue to arise and the shock continues to wear off. I can't imagine how the um, employees are feeling. Right. Because it was so sudden. Yeah. And it's like that Band-Aid. That, that's the thing. Like, man, sometimes I do question people's, you know, judgment and stuff like that when there is certain things happening that are internal. But then sometimes... I get it. Sometimes, it, you know, it goes deep. You don't even know who, who, who's giving the order to say like this, this, and this, you right. know what I mean? And what right. their, what their bottom line is and what, what's going on with them. So mm-hmm. it just sucks though for like, yeah, the employees. Cause you're like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. and that goes for, even if you're going down something or even just, or, you know, you demoting something or, or even expansion, you know, even when mm-hmm. they try to like say, oh, well, we're expanding. We need, we need this. We need, we're doing this, this, right. and this. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, like slow down, slow down. You know, we got regular, like <laughs> regular stuff to do. And now you're right. asking like, <clears throat> right. The impossible be possible. And, you know, that's yeah. the game, the name of the game between employee and management anyway, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the wild part because the entire nonprofit is like being turned over to new management and they're letting go of everybody that was in the nonprofit and completely changing like the purpose mm, of the nonprofit. Okay. So like everybody was like, let go. That's crazy. Not just like me not having a contract anymore, but like the people that were under me that I was supervising no longer have their jobs. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but I will say if I've heard something like that happen, I have definitely heard that happen in nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. 
It was a so, lot. I was like, wait a minute. Like, y'all really just gave folks, like, this is it? Y'all got... It wasn't even a full 30 days because it wasn't the very beginning of September. Like, y'all got two and a half weeks. Wow. And we originally told y'all it was probably going to be November. So, whew. yeah. That but ain't right. It ain't right. It'll work its way out. But I'm it sure will. I will figure something else out. I'm trying to take it as additional time to catch up on some things to figure out what my next steps are going to be because I want to continue to do the therapy thing but I also know that I can't have too many clients at one time and so I need to really focus on bringing in some other contracts and things of that nature so we'll see but for now I'm just trying to process what the hell just happened because it was two and a half weeks of chaos well i'm here if you need thank you ma'am i'll be uh keeping in my thoughts and i'm sure you'll give me updates let me know what the the hell is going on yeah girl um but today's topic (laughs) which almost feels fitting is communication (laughs) uh are your famous words use your words use your words i have been known to say that to grown adults Brown folks on a regular basis. Yeah, I guess today I was just, <laughs> I was just saying that sometimes I'm so amazed at, and maybe this is a, this could be a ghosting episode too. I don't know. Communication, ghosting, I don't know. But like, I don't get how people can be talking, 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 and then a person just, like, I can understand if somebody reached out and then, you know, within the first couple, whatever, maybe a week, you know, you don't see like they're really responding. They really care. They're just kind of like, oh, one word answers. But if you've been talking and you're talking on the phone and you're, you know, getting to know somebody and even if there's miscommunication or missed plans or, or anything, I just don't see how people don't communicate. Like, I don't see how you as just human cannot just say, hey, oh, my bad. Like, you know, or if something bothered you or whatever the case, I don't see why it would be inappropriate to say something. I think it's appropriate. I think it's, I think for me, it's needed in communication. Right. I don't think, well, how do I say this? I'm not sure that a lot of people are not communicating because they think it's inappropriate. I think people like we were talking about like people not communicating in different ways. And I feel like there are a lot of barriers to communication. But if I had to identify like what's the biggest barrier, I think the biggest barrier is vulnerability. Like whether you're communicating about something positive or something that could be perceived as negative, like there's vulnerability there. A lot of the time. Yeah. And I think people struggle with that. (sighs) Yeah. I guess if you're already someone that's not good at it, you'll just, it's a potential you might continue down the path. Yeah. But I also feel like if this is a, if for me, if it's a new situation, like there shouldn't be any, I mean, not saying that it's not vulnerable, but to me in a new situation, there's no feeling there yet like there's a but it doesn't i I don't think it has to be feeling i think it's still vulnerable to say to somebody like i don't like you go away (laughs) no 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 no. but see no no yeah of course of course um but i'm not even talking about that i'm just talking about just like i mean i guess if you go somebody i don't even think if you go somebody though that means you don't like them i don't even think that that's like i mean no that doesn't have to be the reason i think people ghost for a lot of different reasons but i feel like it's vulnerable mm-hmm. to communicate whatever that reasoning is because like you could be ghosting somebody because you don't know how to tell them how much you do like them and how much that scares you you may, may go somebody because you don't know how to tell them like Life is really hard right now and I can't really date. I don't have time. Like, I think people struggle with being able to share vulnerable and challenging conversations like 
for information. I think I think people just really struggle with that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm listen, let's be clear. Me too. Like it is hard sometimes, especially in the dating world when you don't want to hurt people's feelings or you don't want to deal with people's reactions. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it also depends on what headspace you are currently in because I think there's depending on everyone's baggage and where they're coming from like there's certain things that you look at as like okay this is a red flag like I think at the beginning when you are starting to get to know someone or you know you're just dating you you don't really know and you're just I think when you have a past of relationships that, um, you know, past relationships that don't work out or, you know, certain things and you're like, man, there was, there were signs, there were red flags. You as a person, and I'm speaking for myself, like you ha- have your, your, I don't even want to say my guard is up, but I, I'm definitely like, I'm not even looking for mistakes. It's not that, but I am you're definitely paying attention. Paying attention. Because I don't want to go through what I went through before, you know, and there's no, um, you know, there's no saying that it it couldn't happen again. You know, you know what I mean? But I know I want to be like really apparent and I'm really focused on like who I'm spending my time with or who I'm or who I'm communicating with. Because to me, if it's a small conversation, you know, and again, that is at everyone's level. That's the only thing. And that's how, why I feel like sometimes communication can, yeah, it can be really hard because depending on what level that person is can, can is able to go to, um, you don't know if they'll be able to tell you like, you know what, like, I really didn't like when this, 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 and this, you know, right. or, or whatnot. And I feel like we should be able to be honest, you know, be, be honest, but not hurtful. You know right. what I mean? There's a, I know there's a fine line between the two, but I feel like honesty, whether or not it, it, you know, it will, you know, it can hurt, but I feel like at least, but it has to be honest though. It has (laughs) to be honest. I, I, you know, and again, that could be, people have different versions of honesty because they will think that they're being honest. Right. When in actuality, it's like, no, there's some other wounds there that you're not dealing with. So your version of what's honest might not even be, you know, it's your reality, but that might not be the truth. So. Yeah, I hear you. I think that is a, there's a layer of conversation around the impact of a lack of communication that you're speaking to. And I think that should be considered. I think it's nice when people can consider that. But I also think there are just a lot of things that get in the way. And this not even just talking in romantic situations, but like, how often are we completely honest with our friends about how we feel about some of the shit that they do? Or how often are we honest about setting boundaries with family members, right? Like, there are so many ways that we don't communicate with other people. And absolutely, I think we should be better about it. But you know, you and I were just talking off the air about the idea of like telling people how you feel in positive ways and how we don't often communicate those things like how we don't we may not reach out as often we may not check in as often we, you might think about somebody and not call them or not say hey I've been thinking about you how you doing or not communicate that you love somebody not even romantically just your homegirls or your family members like how often are we even communicating that stuff? I think sometimes it's vulnerable and that's hard. Sometimes life gets in the way. I, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of layers to that. Yeah. Um, I think I've spent a lot of time trying to be clear and honest about how I feel about stuff with, you know, maybe a people I love and, you know, in a relationship, out of relationship, just, you know, the love for them. I try to be as honest as I can be. Um, and sometimes it, it is daunting and it hurts because yeah, if it's not reciprocated or you feel like, oh, you know, this person 
you know, I just conveyed something to them, but they might not have the capacity to receive that. And so sometimes when that happens, you're just, you know, stunned and left with thinking like, wow, like I just let it all out. And I gave them a piece of me. Like I, I, you know, I feel like a piece of me, I just gave to them and they don't care. And yeah, that can really sting you. And it has stung me a million, you know, I feel like I have a lot of experience in that department where I, I am honest and I tell people like, you know, if I like them or, you know, something, you know, I might just say it, you know, I just let it out. And I don't know, that's just part of my personality. I've kind of been like that for a long, you know, I've been like that for, for a very long time. And, you know, it has always, I always think like can kick myself. Like, why did you say that? You know, and then I feel bad for kicking myself because I'm like, but you were being honest. Yeah. You were telling the truth. Um, So yeah, it hurts. But at the end of the day, you know, and I think a part of the healing process is just not letting whatever hurts you, you know, be so, be, you're so hurt that you can't, process and move, you know what I mean? And move through it and say, okay, you know what? Yeah, I was honest and I said this or whatever, and maybe they didn't receive it, but somebody will receive it. You know what I mean? And think about the people that do receive it regularly and who understand you, you know, that'll be your tribe and you will, you know, you'll be okay. It's not like, it's all back to not taking things personal, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And, um, and that's hard because like, it is personal. It's my life. Right. Absolutely. Very personal to me. Right. You know, it's very, um, you know, if I had, I don't even know if it's like, if I had in my way or, or whatnot, but you know, it's because it's, it means something to me, you know, it's not just for the hell of it, you know? So, um, yeah, I feel you. I feel what you're saying though. I was, uh, as you were talking, I just thought about, I wonder the impact that things like social media have had on our ability to communicate with each other and to be fully open, honest, and vulnerable. Um, Obviously, I don't think that's the only thing that has created challenges. I think a lot of things can create challenges in that arena, but I mean, even COVID, like, how that might have impacted our, uh, those of us, especially who kind of, um, who had to shelter in place and who didn't have a lot of interaction with the, with the community for a while in the midst of COVID, but also just social media. Like we spend so much time behind our screens, social media, text messaging. Like we spend so much time behind screens where we don't have to say much where you can react to things, <laughs> where you, you, you only show your highlight reel, where you don't give all the nitty gritty of like your life circumstances and how much we might really realistically be out of practice. And then when we have the experience of sharing, like you said, and then it hurts, like, why would I continue to do that again? <laughs> like that doesn't feel good. Um, so yeah, I just I start. It makes me start to wonder. Like, I wish I had that that, that feeling. That feeling of why would I do this again? Because I normally do it again and I, again I, I think that's, and again and again. Well, you know, I do it. I think that's good to some degree, though, because that means that you're being. I'm being genuine. You're being you know? genuine to who you are. And yeah. not allowing how other people respond to you to get in the way of that. Although I'm sure it is also hurtful and hard and takes a lot of healing. Yeah. I think many of us become very cold and kind of close our hearts off to being vulnerable and communicating with others. And sometimes it's not even like, oh, somebody didn't take it well, but like when you lose people too, like friendships just don't work out anymore. Relationships just don't work out anymore. People die. Like if these, if this was somebody who was really close to you that you shared and communicated with things that you, that were really big parts of your life and um, deep emotions, it might be challenging to do that again. 
after you lose people. So yeah. 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 I'm, I'm curious if the generation the generations below us and to come will have better or worse communication. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. We're in the age of everybody like working on their mental health. So that makes me wonder like is that going to have an impact on people's ability to communicate? But we are also prime time in the age of social media where you ain't got to do that. Right. New technology comes out all the time. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. People are pretty addicted. So I don't know if it's going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think um, so either. And they keep adding more things. You know, that's, that's the thing that's makes it even more dangerous because like they're at it like okay it's business stuff and you can do this oh you can sell stuff on here or you can get this on here you know there's just so many things that they're adding that it's like feeding into you know everybody's need for stuff (laughs) and the less you have to communicate yeah i ain't gotta try to sell you stuff if it's already on there yeah for you to find it (laughs) it's true i mean that's why I stay off of, uh, <laughs> not necessarily social media, but I try to stay off of Amazon. I know it's like so simple and you get stuff and like, yeah, in a pinch, like, yeah, I love it. It gets me stuff. But at the same time, like, this is dangerous, man. Because I could be out here all day. Absolutely. <laughs> but then it works for the introverts, though. The people that don't want to fucking deal with people, they're like, yeah online all day i don't need to go nowhere i don't have to practice talking to people right acting like i care yeah yeah um but yeah there's certainly a lot of different textures to communication there's different ways and i think that we just have to um i don't know do what works for us even though i prefer like old school so sometimes like i have to see like the level like of how much a person is willing to communicate. So people not, might not be with that, you know, and they are used to or have grown, you know, grown accustomed to what is happening now. And when they meet up with someone new, they're just like, wait, what? Like, you want to talk on the phone? You want right. to like, you know, yeah, like I'm trying to get to know you. Like, I don't know you, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it takes a long time to get to know somebody, in my opinion. I don't, you know, sometimes you can meet uh, people out and about, you know, in scenarios. And then maybe there's like a, it just, you just click, you know, and then you, but you still don't know them. You sure. know, you start to develop something, uh, you know, but once you have gone through the stages or whatever, and really like, you know, I think that's why, like you said, like when it's, it can be a lot when, mm-hmm it's not reciprocated because you're like, but I know this person, like, right. I know we change and stuff like that. But like, when you see someone change so drastically and there's nothing you can do about it, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. I know that. Mm-hmm. And even more challenging when they didn't communicate along the way, because a lot of the times I don't think people just wake up and change their mind like that. Like, no, it's small. They've been, it's been building up. Yeah, it's something that's been building up. And then you, you didn't communicate to me that there was something shifting and changing. Right. And then I think the way that we communicate, well, at least I would say most relationships, not even just romantic ones, but most relationships, you know, it doesn't boil over until there's this big pile up. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, you, you know, for the most part, say you're over it. But then when you come back to, let's say something that triggers something, and then it comes back to that same thing. I think that's a lot of people's way of, they can only communicate when it has boiled to that part. When I feel like all throughout, there should be some type of like, hey, like, let's talk about this. This is what's happening. And I think that would, you know, make the communication line smoother. You know, instead of talking about all of the, you know, everyday things, we can talk about the big things sometimes. We can talk about other things. We need to be. Right. And it's okay, you know, without it being like, oh, here we go. We're talking about it's like, no, I don't think it should be here we go. I think it should be inviting. 
you mm-hmm. know, it should be like, it's like, there should be acceptance there. Like, okay, like, yeah, there's a, you know, there's a future here because I want this relationship to continue romantic right. or not. I want this, re- I want you in my life. So there's never going to be a moment where I'm like, <sighs> you know, like they, like you just don't want to deal. Like, no, I want to deal and I want to continue the conversation. You know, right. I, I, I don't want it to just stop at it being accusatory or it being and going into a roundabout circle about things that can't change because they've already happened. Right. But what can is, you know, continuing the communication. Right. And doing the work on both sides. Because regardless if we're communicating, like forgiveness or whatever it is that you you need, like I think both parties should be working. You know, it's just it's it's work. Mm-hmm. I think what what I often hear and see and what is challenging for me is the the ways in which we don't communicate to other people what our needs are and then but then have an expectation or what our desires are. It may not even be a need, but then have an expectation around how they're supposed to show up. And especially when the way that we're expecting them to show up is related to how they should be communicating. I wish you could see my face, y'all. I just <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna like I'm not gonna tell nothing. you that I want you to call me more frequently, but then I'm going to be mad at you when you don't call me more frequently. No, not gonna say, I don't even want to go hang out. It. I don't want I don't want to have to tell you that I want to spend time and hang out, but I'm going to be mad at you when you don't reach out to hang out. Like, I don't it's interesting to me. Like we can often have expectations of people and desires of people but and be mad when they don't meet them but we're not communicating that that was what our need is or how about when they you communicate it up up and down about your needs but then i just feel like the if you get a communication back that that's a problem but you're you you know it's like i don't really know what else to say you know, I don't know. I don't what think else. there is anything else to say other than then this relationship doesn't work. Yeah. Or unless there's a compromise, right? Right. Which I think I personally feel that there's not a there's not many things that could prevent you from compromising. I think everyone is capable of doing it. Um and I don't think there's many things that people wouldn't compromise on. I think they just need to come to the table with a good offer. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if both parties came to the table with some actual things, you know what I mean? Like, to me, a compromise is like, okay, look, I don't really like this, but I will accept this. But here's my, you know what I mean? Like, right. if there's both people are saying like, hey, like, look. This, this situation, this right now doesn't work. So let's come to the table and let's talk about what can work. You know what I mean? To me, that's a true compromise because- Right, and that takes a lot of communication. It does. <laughs> we people, gotta be able to have yeah, that conversation. And people don't wanna do it. They don't wanna do it. And it's sad, man. It's so sad. It's so sad. And I, um, yeah, it's sad on all parts for me at least, because I know, I don't know, I always envision people in their greatest good. You know, I try to do that. I really do. Um, But, you know, you can't, you can't fix everyone, Marlena. (laughs) (laughs) You can't fix them. Like, that's not your job. Your job is not to fix, you know, your job. Anybody. Anybody, you know, so. And it's not even so much a fix either. It's just, that don't work. It doesn't work. We want people to operate from what we think works and is best. And people aren't going to do that. People are not capable. People are not ready. People are not willing. But, you know, I wish y'all would use your words. Although if people use their words more, I might be out of a job. True. (laughs) A lot of my work is teaching people how to use their words. But I don't know. People the people always gonna have problems. So maybe I would my my work would just look different. No, they really are. People are gonna people. Mm-hmm. Up and down. 
Like that's a part of being human. People going people. So yeah, I don't think you Why do they not teach communication skills in school? I mean, they try. Do they? they I mean, somewhat. I feel like that should be a whole like kindergarten first. I mean, second. yeah, I feel like they do. Like early development, like early child development. I feel like they're always saying like, well, what do you say? And how do you say this? I feel like they, they, they're, but that's different than my feelings, my wants, my needs, my desires. I don't know about desires, but <laughs> what's wrong with desires? Nothing, but I don't know. If, could you imagine that if like, okay, we're going to talk about what your desires are today. These little kids. I mean, you don't have to use that word. I know, I know. But like, can you imagine? This guy over here. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that. that. (laughs) Because I'm sure they say the darndest things they do. They do. They do. And, or but, if you taught children more emotional intelligence skills like communication... At an earlier age, we might not be in the situation we in now because they really do say a lot of different things. But if you taught them how to utilize that in the best way possible, we might be in a different situation. Yeah, but they still bad as hell. I don't know. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just went somewhere else. We ain't talking about if the kids is bad or good. We're talking about them learning how to use their words. I know. I know what we talking about, but they're still bad as hell, yo. I don't know. Hell. I don't know, man. I- I'm all for it, but I just know. I just know. I was a kid. I know. I was there. Yeah. Okay. We went. I witnessed. I definitely witnessed some people where I'm like, mm, mm, mm. I felt like an auntie then. Hilarious. No, but yeah, it would be nice. It definitely would be nice. Um, well, you know, y'all out there raising kids, teach your kids how to use their words, please. Thank you. Yeah. She's gonna sit there and shake her head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm nodding in agreement. Um, you know, but I know one thing: if you can't use your words about simple shit, then I don't want nothing to do with you. And that's that on that. That's not where I thought that was going. I'm just saying. If you can't use your words about simple shit, you should see a therapist. We can help with that if you're willing and open and ready. I'm talking, yeah, of course. That is Katrina speaking. I'm saying for me right now, I don't have it. I don't have the capacity. Listen, you or me either. If they ain't a client, (laughs) I ain't got nothing to do with that. Because I'm way too old for this. If you can't use your words, I don't know what you're trying to say. So nah, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not picking down. Or what do they say? What you throwing down? I'm not picking, picking up, up what you what th- throwing, what you're throwing down. I'm definitely not. So it's cool. Um, you know, wish you the best. But like, you know, there is therapy. Go to therapy, and there's a select amount of people that are gonna make it in this circle, and I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, but using your words. It's definitely one over here mm-hmm. and not and not using your words as weapons either. Use your words like, you know, like you got some sense. <laughs> right. You know? Don't don't come with it and trying to be, you know, hurtful because, um, you know, because that's you know, a whole different, it's a whole different, it's a whole different thing. Method of communication. It really say. is. <laughs> it's a definite method. It's a definitely a different method. And I don't, you know, I know for me. I, it's hard for me to accept uh, criticism, and I think it's hard for anyone, you know, for sure. Um, but it has to be constructive, and I don't think anybody right. should, you know, belittle anyone or talk down to them. Or even if you think you know better, it's like, you know, that's cool, and I'm, I'm glad that you feel that you know better. Um, but at the end of the day, like I'm my own person, and you know. But you like, even with giving criticism, you can communicate that in a kind and nurturing way. You can, but it a lot of people don't. It doesn't don't. have to be like, you just, no, 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 no. Like, a lot of people don't, though. Absolutely. And not. if they are teaching people how to use their words, that definitely should be in there. 
because they don't know how to, you know, lead with kindness. And for me, it's like, what do Erica say? Um, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Right. You know what I mean? So, and I think that I'm very, I communicate very well, you know, and that is an art to me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sensitive about my shit. So if, you know, something that you, you know, don't vibe with or whatever you want to talk about, let's talk about it. But like, it has to be, you know, in a different way. And I know that I'm definitely try to be gentle. I try to be gentle, especially, but, you know, sometimes you have to meet energy where it's at. Hmm. And uh, ain't that the truth. So that's where I'm on right now. And with that being said, that is our episode on communication today. (laughs) (laughs) This concludes our TED Talk. This next segment is called Roses. Marlena, who do you want to give your rose to today? (sighs) So, you know, I'm giving my rose to one of my dear friends, David, that's no longer with us. Um, You know, I'll probably bring him up again in another episode because I'm really still processing everything um, because it, you know, just happened. And uh, this is somebody I've been close to since my very early 20s, you know, when I didn't didn't know myself, you know, just getting to know who I was um, and becoming an adult and, uh, you know, having real life situations and things that were happening. And, you know, throughout it all, David was always there for me. And he, you know, he touched so many lives. So many people knew him, his network, <laughs> It was so big, you know, so many people had such great things to say about him and they're all true, you know, uh, he was like my brother. We fought like cats and dogs. We did, uh, but it was always respect there. There was always love there, you know, but you fight with your, you know, you fight with your brother. You fight. I never really, you know, I didn't grow up. I grew up with my, I have, I have siblings, but I didn't grow up with them really like present, present in the household, you know, it was different. And I felt like when I made it to, you know, adulthood, I started to pick up family members, you know, Mm. and he was one of them, man. So it's going to be really hard. Uh, We spent every birthday together, like since 20 or 21 or something like that. You know, he's, he was only 36. Um, you know, I am just gutted and I know that it's going to come in waves. Uh, I'm going to miss all of our conversations, <laughs> you know, all the petty stuff that we would say to each other and, you know, us both having kind of like a history of like, yeah, we're, you're super pro black, but you know, we have you know, we have white people in our lives. We have different pe- levels of different people and being just, just in different situations when like people would say stupid shit or whatever, or do something that we're just like, for real, you know, just having that person to like look over at. And I know what he's thinking. He knows what I'm thinking and just being on that same wavelength. Um, I'm going to miss that. I really am. Um, and um, I'm just going to leave it on I love you, David, and um, I know I'm going to see you again. And one of my uh, other friends had wrote something on online that I had. I'm always looking at things, and I'm just going to end it with what my friend Udi said. He said, don't take one day for granted. Everything can change in a moment. Be grateful for all that you are and all you have. Remember who is most important to you and cherish them. Life is a gift. And we are so blessed. Mm. So I've sent that message to everybody and check on your loved ones. Tell them that you love them. And, uh, you know, I'm still sending so much love and, uh, you know, healing powers of prayer, all of it to everyone that he touched and and, um, definitely our whole squad and uh, his mother. Um, 
you know, Mama Brown. We just, you know, we're just going to keep pushing and um, take it day by day. I know it's going to be a lot and the road is long ahead. You know, it's a long road ahead, uh, but we got it. And um, I'm going to continue holding him down in this life and in the next. So that's what I'm giving my rose to. I'm so sorry. I know I said this off the air, but I'm so sorry. It was a lot to hear just about your experience. And I know that's never easy to lose someone. So sending you love. Of course, I am here. Um, but also sending love to the rest of his community, his family, and everyone else that's impacted and dealing with this. Grief is not easy. He was so young. Yeah, he really was. Um, and it's so crazy because you don't, you know, at this age, you know, I'm just, as uh, Karini, one of my friends said, like, you know, we're thinking about, you know, we're going to be old, you know, it's like, I'm just thinking about like, you know, living. Cause I, I really do. Th- I believe that I know people always say life is short, but I, I really feel like life is, it's long. Like, you know what I mean? Like I still remember being a kid, you know what I mean? And I know I'm 30, so I'm not midlife yet, but it's yeah. just like, I feel like there's just different stages of it. And I I hope everyone gets to that stage and some, you know, we don't know. And so that's like the tricky thing about it. But I really do feel like life is it's it's it, it, yeah, it's fleeting, but it's also I think it's long, man. It's a it's a marathon. You know, it really yeah. is, you know, like and you don't know, like you get up one day. I'm sure he you know, I'm sure he got up that day just like anybody else, you know, um, doing what they normally do, their normal routine, you know, whatever that is. So, you know, I'm just um I'm still processing, you know, I really am. I'm, I'm just trying to like have my moments and go through it, uh, without it, you know, taking me out, right? you know, because, um, he wouldn't want that. So, you know, I'm, uh, uh take this shot right now for him. Cause he would have been like, really, you didn't finish that. He was that, <laughs> he was that friend. Shot for David. So Katrina. Who are you going to give your rose to? Um, I Today, I'm going to give my rose to my cousin, Charlize. She just had a birthday. I won't tell the world how old she is because I don't think she would appreciate that. But <laughs> she just had a birthday. <laughs> um, we sp- I spent some time with her in Temecula for the last five days and just celebrating her birthday, celebrating a new year of life for her, celebrating all the things also that she's been through, because she's been through a lot, um, in particular with her health, but also in other areas of her life. Just, it's been some trials and tribulations. So it's good to see her and see her managing and in decent spirits and, you know, hanging out with her friends and yeah i'm just really glad to know her to see her um to witness how she moves through the world and so yeah just shout out to her happy birthday again cousin i love you may you continue to move through all of the challenges of life with ease and with grace as you do uh and may this year be amazing yeah, maybe your best year yet. Shout out Absolutely. to her. You know, that's all we can do is just make it more better, more better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And thank you to her for having a birthday so I could take some time away. <laughs> oh, my Quick God. Quick little trip to Temecula so I could, you know, relax a little bit. Uh-huh. You was drinking them wine coolers, wasn't you? I, first of all, real wine, <laughs> no coolers. <laughs> and I only went to the winery one time. Uh-huh. I spent most of the time in the pool. Oh, okay. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Just, just checking. Mm-hmm. I and I did that. work while I was there, but you know, when I, I know. wasn't working, I was pooling. <laughs> when I wasn't working, I was pooling. That's uh-huh. how a oh, man. If I, I had like, a pool, which I do have a pool, I'll never get in that pool. That thing you say is yeah. so nasty. Yeah. Disgusting. We know. But if I had, <laughs> you already know, man. 
every meeting, they'd be like, where are you right now? Oh, at the pool. Right. That's what I do when I work when I'm out of town because I don't have a pool in real life. But when I go places, I be by the pool. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm going to be by the pool anytime soon because if I get eaten by another one of these silent killers out here, these mosquitoes out here, set tripping, you know, they better go on somewhere because I'm tired. Yeah, yeah they're, they're out here this year. They came back from COVID with a vengeance. They really did. It was like, <laughs> oh, y'all was inside, right? Y'all gonna let us starve? Oh, okay. We got something for that ass. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, enjoy y'all week. Be, uh, be blessed. And if you black, stay black. Well, that's another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. And check us out on TikTok at Excess Baggage Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. Faux show. Sure.